KCRW's car donation program is sponsored by local Kia dealers. Introducing the all-new EV6 with a vehicle-to-load function that turns the EV6 into a mobile power source. More info at Kia.com. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Mike Lee's Happy-Go-Lucky is a wonderful new movie with an astonishing performance by Sally Hawkins. In the opening sequence, the camera follows the heroine, Poppy, as she bicycles through the streets of central London, smiling blissfully and waving hello to strangers. At first, she reminded me of the young Julie Christie as the buoyant free girl, Liz, striding along the sidewalks of Bradford and Billy Lyre. But there's a difference. This girl isn't as free as she'd like to be. There's an edge to her happiness and unsettling brittleness. It's the first intimation of what's to come in a film that manages almost miraculously to celebrate Poppy's love of life and at the same time get beneath her desperate need to feel good. I don't know how Mike Lee does it. His working method is no secret as actors spend weeks and months creating their roles through improvisation. And then there's a period of transition from improv to formal script to structured production. The mystery is how he gets to the complex beauty of his best films. I thought Topsy Turvey was a perfect film, a lovely evocation of Gilbert and Sullivan's partnership, but also a startling depiction of the artistic process. Happy-go-lucky is perfect, too, assuming you go along with its leisurely pace, which I did quite happily. And Poppy isn't the only perfect portrait in the film, though she's the main one. She is, first of all, very young for her 30 years, a compulsive cut-up who could pass for a daft party girl, except that she cares deeply for the kids she teaches in primary school. She's the least serious of several teachers in her life, her flatmate and fellow teacher Zoe, her hilariously passionate flamenco teacher, and her obsessive-compulsive misogynist of a driving teacher, Scott. He's played by Eddie Marsan with a wild anger that's the perfect complement of Sally Hawkins's epic sweetness. Scott's problem is he can't shut up. He rages at the world in general and at Poppy in particular. Her problem is she won't grow up. She can't stop herself from laughing at his lunacy— she even laughs her compulsive little laugh in response to crippling pain in her lower back. Laughter has been her first line of defense against growing up, but anger in others brings out the best in her, whether it's a crisis involving a tortured classroom bully, a nine-year-old version of Scott, or a curbside showdown with Scott dissolving into infancy and Poppy finally embarking on a voyage of maturity from which there's no turning back. Happy-go-lucky has all sorts of happifications. Poppy's physical therapy session with Ezra, a huge and soulful osteopath, her visit with her pregnant sister Helen and Helen's childish husband, who's addicted to video games. The film is also graced with a mysterious encounter in an urban limbo between Poppy and a hulking street person. He's played masterfully by Stanley Townsend. The scene sounds like something out of Samuel Beckett, with the man bellowing gibberish and Poppy drawing toward him rather than running away from him and then listening intently and responding in kind, two strangers talking in tongues until their souls touch. 
what am I doing, she asks herself. But the answer is clear. She's finding her own place in the world, opening up to life and risking growth without giving it a second thought. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW next week with a review of W, Oliver Stone's dissection of George W. Bush.